Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, this time I am flying alone. I'm going solo today on the CFML News Edition of the Modernize or Die podcast. It's August 27th. Uh, it is just me, but I've got some good news. So I don't want to keep you guys too long watching me talk all day. But uh, so let's go straight into the news here. So some of the news released. So Command Box Service Manager 1.0 was released this last week. And for those of you who don't know, um, it's a commercial module that we've created to help you manage your Windows services um, for your command box service. So if you're using command box for your local or even staging and production environment, this can help you. It helps you create the, the Windows services. Uh, you can do auto stop, uh, auto start them. And it does a lot more than that too. We're looking at uh, Linux and uh, Mac as well, but to start with, uh, this is a big setup, uh, you know, a nice set of tools, commercial products, like we said, um, but it's a great little tool. So you can go check that out in the autosolutions.com slash blog. And then it's command box service manager. So that was released in the last week. Brad's also been busy with command box fusion reactor. Uh, the fusion reactor module for command box has actually been updated just recently. So what this allows you to do is actually to, to precede um, a reactor, uh, sorry, a fusion reactor comp file. So you can actually have a comp file now as part of your build process that will allow you uh, to, to add additional parameters into the fusion reactor um, process. So um, that's a, a nice little tool. We actually did it for a couple of clients and it's working pretty well. So we updated that module and released it as well. And that can actually be found inside the autosbooks.com um, book for a command box so if you go there you can find out a little more but it's basically a way to, to provide external comp file for fusion reactor um also last week we actually uh, announced the a webinar for the cborm which was going to be uh last friday and right after the podcast we rescheduled it so um there was some changes came out so cborm 2.2 was actually released in the last week and the webinar is actually going to be this Friday, so August the 30th, 11 a.m. Central Time. So if you guys uh, check that out, uh, we have the links in the show notes. And if you go to the website, you can um, go to autosolutions.com slash events slash webinars. And you can go sign up for the webinar there and it'll give you a reminder uh, and everything there. So again, for those of you who didn't hear last week, the CBORM uh, release uh, 2.0 did a bit, lot of updates for Hibernate. So in Lucy and the older versions of Cold Fusion, the newer versions of Cold Fusion, they all use different engines of Hibernate. So we had to make sure that the CBORM was updated to uh, work with Hibernate 3, 4, and 5. And so now this is up and running. Uh, it's got a lot of good upgrades. And in version 2.2, we just released, has a whole bunch of new Fluent DSL too. So there's some cool things like Win and Active Record and Active Entity. So a lot of nice, cool stuff in there. So um, check out the webinar this Friday, and you can find out more about that as Luis Mahano will be doing that presentation. Also, um, we have some more discounts. So obviously we've been talking about uh, CF Summit a lot, but CF Camp actually has an end of, end of summer discount. And it's the 10th anniversary of the CF Camp. So it's a, it's been going on a long time. It's a great conference that we've talked about a lot. But if you want, you can get a 
15% discount with the code end of summer 15 via the link. Um, but so if you want to put the discount code in end of summer 15, you can try that or wait for the show notes to come out and then you can use the link in here to get 15% off your uh, ticket to CF camp. Again, Adobe's early bird is still going on, so it's going to be late bird special here. So the same prices are still available. So the conference pass is 99 and then you've got the, if you want to do the conference and one of the workshops, you can do them for 348 or 498 if you can do the certification process. So um, we're going, uh, going ahead with that. And so let's talk about CF Summit. So CF Summit is coming up here. Um, again, it's October 1st and 2nd. So just on just a month away now. Um, so if you guys haven't booked your tickets, get them now, book your, uh, get your rooms. I'm sure they're, they're probably getting pretty full. A lot of these conferences, the, the rooms are full up pretty quick. So if you want to stay at the Mirage, where we're holding it this year. Um, get that going pretty soon. Uh, it's always a great event. $99 is a great price for any conference. You get two days worth of breakfasts and lunch, as well as the all the conference. They have a party usually on one of the nights as well. So it's a great time. $99 is a steal. Uh, a lot of great speakers. Uh, Luis, Brad, Eric, and myself are all speaking from August. And then we have uh, a few speakers from Adobe. I think there's five speakers and then there's plenty of community members. A lot of, a lot of names you'll recognize like Pete Freitag and Matt Gifford and uh, Brian Class. A lot of people that we've talked about on, on the sh uh, show before. Um, so if you, if you haven't been to a summit, this is a great opportunity. It's a great price. It's a good venue. Um, you know, lots of things to do before and after. And before the conference, we have the certification training that Adobe is offering. Um, so limited seating here. Make sure you don't miss out. Um, and because there is actually a prerequisites for this, you'll be given videos to watch before you attend. Uh, I recommend if you're going to do the certification process, sign up soon. Get that signed up. Start working on the videos because in the one day in class, you'll be going over all the materials. And then you have a, actually an exam at the end of it. So uh, you want to pass the exam, get certification. So you need to do that work. So don't wait to the last minute because you'll have to do that a lot of videos right before you go. So, you know, take your time, spread it out. But they also have other workshops too. So in addition to the specialist training program, we have the hands-on security workshop, Cold Fusion Security Workshop by Pete Freitag. We have the going from zero to 60 with Docker and Cold Fusion images by Charlie Earhart. And then we have the performance monitoring tool set, which is going to be run by the Adobe Cold Fusion team. And in the uh, blogs, tweets, and videos of the week, we actually have a blog about that uh, workshop. So you guys will probably want to check that out and see what they're going to cover in that. So that's being put out by the Adobe team so you can find out more about it. But if three days isn't enough for you and you want to do more, you can do more because guess what? Auto Solutions, we're going to offer training as well. So after the conference, so the pre-workshops is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is the conference, and then Thursday, Friday is the Auto Solutions training. So we're going to be holding that at the, excuse me, the area tower suites. So not too far from the Mirage. Um, we're going to have a, a nice suite. We have a big conference table. We're going to have 10 people per workshop, uh, a couple of uh, trainers. So myself and Eric Peterson are going to leave the Cold Box Zero to Hero. 
And then Brad Wood and Luis Mahano are going to do the Hero to Superhero, the API edition. Uh, we've got quite a few people signing up for that. So there are a couple of spots left, but again, don't wait to the last minute. Uh, get that in there. And if you use Podcast 10, that's a special discount code for those listening to the podcast. So you guys can save 10% on our, on our trainings there. And again, these are Thursday and Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, if you have trouble getting a flight out, you know, you can leave a little early to get your flight um, and we'll provide the information you missed. But uh, if you can stay and it's hard to get out of uh, Vegas on a Friday. So a lot of people stay that Friday night and then, you know, leave Saturday morning. But again, great trainings. Uh, the zero to hero. Everyone loves it. Uh, we have a great little um, group of people that go through it and we keep in touch with you guys afterwards. We have a Slack channel so you can ask questions once you leave. And usually, you know, the good networking sort of happens at these. So I really encourage you guys to try one of these workshops out. If you haven't, uh, you'll get a lot from it, a lot of networking, a lot of support and getting to know the, you know, everybody is always a, a big bonus there. So next on the list, if you can't make those trainings, Luis Mahano is going to be in um, Bangalore, India on October 16th and 17th. Now we had a, a, a quite a few people sign up just recently for this. We did drop the prices a little bit and that podcast team discount code applies here too. So if you guys uh, in Bangalore and you want to send your team, uh, we even have better prices for that. You can get group pricing as well but uh like i said there are a few spots left in this but it's filling out fast we got five or six people signed up within a day or two the other day so uh jump in on that and this is the zero to hero so it's great if you've never done cold box or maybe just on a little cold box you'll get a lot out of this training uh, we rebuilt this one from the ground up a couple of years ago and it's everyone seems to really like it so you'll build a soapbox which is basically a twitter clone uh, you will learn a lot about um, modules as well as um you know pre-existing modules as well as building your own so it's a great it's a great class uh two-day boot camp you get a lot out of it and two days gives us time to really go over it in the more detail uh into the box we do a one-day boot camp and you know the two-day really gets you stretch it out and get a lot more familiar and we can go into things a little deeper so it's definitely a, a great thing after this, we're actually at the same time as this. If you're not in India, you're over in Europe, we have CF Camp. So the conference itself is 17th and 18th, but 15th and 16th, we're running some training too. But CF Camp's a great conference, as I mentioned earlier. It's the 10th anniversary. They've got the most diverse lineup ever. And I saw a few tweets about it this week that a lot of people were surprised how diverse it was. And a lot of, a lot of great content. Um, Kai and the, and the team really worked hard on making sure we had the best content and the, the anonymous, um, sort of blind picking of the topics really helped to give a, a variety of speakers as well as a variety of topics. Um, and, because there were a lot of topics that were short, uh, a few episodes back, we actually put out a call for more information on certain topics. And so I think that means that they really got a great selection, uh, not only the sessions, but also the speakers too. So um, unfortunately, I won't be there. Um, Eric and Brad are going to be there. So they'll both be speaking as well as Jorge Reyes, which is uh, another Autist member. He's a, a great project manager that works with us. And so they'll be speaking at CF Camp, but there's a lot of great other community members like Charlie Earhart will be there, Mark Drew will be there, Mark and uh, Mark Drew and Rod Dudley actually do this uh, local host um, podcast. If you guys haven't checked that out, do that. Um, but Kai will be speaking as well as uh, Don Watson and a lot of great people there. Matt Giffis will be there too, Nolan Irk, Uma. So and a lot of really good speakers and there's a lot of people that I've never heard of before. So I'm looking forward to, to finding more out about that and hopefully I can attend next year. 
But again, if you, you can't attend that, uh, sorry, if you are attending that, Audis is doing trainings before that. So at CF Summit, our trainings are after the conference. At CF Camp, they're going to be before. So on 15th and 16th, the two days before, Eric Peterson will be leading the Rest Easy at Night with Testbox BDD. So a great uh, workshop on that. And then Brad Wood will be doing the Hero to Superhero, the API Rest Edition. Um, and so that is basically the same one as Vegas. And again, that's the more advanced. So if you have done a little bit of cold box and you think you're pretty comfortable, this one's going to go into more into like JWT, some web tokens. It's going to look at modules and APIs and really sort of go past the beginner stuff. So again, that training, uh, if you use the podcast 10 discount code, you can get 10% off of that training as well. And again, this one is filling up as well. So please book now if you're going to do that get your travel situated make sure you're there early enough to be out of 10 12 days and i uh, hope you guys have fun there and yeah hopefully i can be there next year so next on our list we get to the blogs tweets and videos of the week so we had quite a busy week here um eric peterson with order solutions released a, a new blog post it's called a new template approaches quick with auth so if you guys haven't used Quick, Quick is our ORM that Eric Peterson is the, the main guy behind, but Auto Solutions is funding that project. And Quick is a, a pretty neat sort of different approach. Most of the, the stuff that we're using now, all ORM is all Hibernate based with Lucy Oracle Cold Fusion. So this is a slightly different one. It's built from the ground up and it's, it's very different. And so Eric says every time he starts a project, he does the same thing. He wires it up the same way. So he decided to build a template. So this template allows you to get up and running with quick and has all the built-in authentication you need. So it has the migrations. It has the, uh, all the settings you need for your, um, you know, I think he's using CB, CB auth and, um, you know, so CB guard and everything is built in. So it's a great start. Uh, just install it with a, um, you know, basically one command and all that's up and running for you and everything you need to start your project is done. Uh, we also had a tweet from Michael Bourne. He's asking CFML fans, what's the one big thing we desperately need in the ecosystem? There's no wrong answers. So, uh, this is a kind of an interesting tweet. Uh, had, you know, a few people answering. Some people said it needs like a big app, uh, like, you know, WordPress, what that did for PHP. Other people said it needs, you know, some other tools, etc. So it's interesting. You know, if you got an opinion, go share it. If, if not, go read it. And that's on Twitter, Michael Bourne. And that is Michael Bourne underscore ME. If you want to check that out on Twitter and the link will be in the show notes. Ben Adele's also been blogging, not a surprise there, but um, he's been talking a little more about soft skills in the last couple of tweets, so not not his deep dive, but um, looks like he had a he found a new book, so Shape Up, which is Stop Running in Circles and Ship Work That Matters by Ryan Singer. So um, he's from Basecamp over there, formerly Thirty Seven Singles, um, and their books are pretty good. And so that's the latest book. I actually heard him talking about it, um, about that book on a podcast with Justin Jackson um, for um, building your SaaS. Uh, the Transistor FM is the the people that we actually use for the podcast hosting, and so their podcast actually interviewed him, and that was kind of interesting. So they're talking about shaping work and making sure you do the right stuff. So Ben read that book, and so he's got one which is about that book, and then he has another one, uh, another blog post that said solutions don't have to work for everybody. So um, it's just sort of a different way to think about what you're adding, and you know how flexible does it need to be versus you know does it actually 
does it work, you know? So a little more softer blog post from Ben. And Brian Class is uh, at it again, and uh, he started his blogs. We loved his long series on AWS um, step functions, but this one's actually starting and stopping the ColdFusion 2018 performance monitoring toolset from anywhere in the macOS terminal. So obviously he works on macOS, and if you guys have worked with ColdFusion before, um, sometimes the path <laughs> that runs that command uh, to stop and start is kind of a pain. It's pretty long. You have to keep seeding into it. And so he showed you guys how to, to go ahead and make a shortcut for something like that. So you can use that and that way you can restart it from anywhere. So nice blog post there. And then we had a, a tweet from Andreas uh, uh which is at CF expert. And again, this is about CF Camp. So glad to see there is a much more diverse lineup at CF Camp 2019. Looking forward to a great 10th anniversary of the conference. And so it was just kind of nice to, to point that out. I'd forgotten it was the 10th anniversary. So it's been doing really well. Hopefully they're around for year 11 so I can show up next year because I'm really hoping I can make it. And we also had Kai Koenig. Uh, again, he's with the content committee with uh, CF Camp, but he actually um, wrote a, a blog post and posted to Medium. And on that one, that's called, yeah, that, there's that cold fusion thing. Why, C, why CFML is not the web development tech zombie everybody thinks it is. So, I mean, most people know Kai outside of the cold fusion community anyway about um he does a lot of work on android and flutter these days but he used to be flash and flex but before that he did cold fusion and he still does but it's just not as popular um so he's basically saying talking about it and showing why it's not as dead as everybody thinks it is so that's posted to medium so if you guys are using medium please go on there and you know let's try and bump that post up and share that uh share the tweets about it maybe get some word out uh it's one good thing about medium it does get a little more reach so if you guys can get on there and do your thing uh you know thank kai for writing it and yeah just help cold fusion out a little more so we had another one uh, from Ben Edel, but this time it was a tweet. So he said, I finally figured out how to find the Modernizer Die podcast on Apple. I had to search for CFML, not Cold Fusion. So now he's dining on some piping hot Cold Fusion-y goodness. Um, so he did actually link to where the podcast is. Um, so I'm going to check and see why it didn't show up under Cold Fusion. If you guys go to the website, cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io and you click on the subscribe button you'll see all the different ways you can subscribe you might be watching on youtube right now or something but if you guys log on uh, you can see all the other ways you can consume it and the soapbox podcast is also available on um, apple itunes as well and that if you search for um, modernizer die soapbox edition you'll find that where we interview people and so far we've had six episodes released there and so we had two or three with Luis, and we had uh, sam knowlton pete freitag and also brian class interviewed there um, and so that's a, another place you can listen but i do have to update the the soapbox edition website for all those new links we've finally got approved for apple and a few other places so i'll be adding all those links to the subscribe page there soon but i'm glad you finally found it ben hopefully you're enjoying all of these and uh yeah there's lots of good stuff there thanks for the tweet and then uh lucy also blogged uh zach spitzer um posted about TLS 1.2 support for CFML just landed in the 5.3.4 snapshot of Lucy. And I guess there's a problem if you're trying to use TLS 1.2, CFML was not supporting it before, and that's being fixed. Um, and there's also, I guess, a workaround for if you're running older versions, uh, there's a workaround to get around that there. 
Uh, Terry Tickles, a blog this week uh, about upgrading your Cold Fusion today, talking about security, performance, and cost. Uh, it was an interesting um, sort of point of view because he was talking about a client. So one of the clients, you know, thinks upgrading Cold Fusion is a waste of money. So one of the clients was thinking that, and and Teratech says you could lose thousands of dollars basically if you don't. And the client was basically saying, you know, they want to stick with Cold Fusion 8. And they kept piling new lines of code into the app. And, you know, basically the code became a Frankenstein monster and running an older version. And so uh, I think McKellar wrote that blog post over there at Teratech. So go check that one out and find out a little bit more about that story and why you think, why you should upgrade your Cold Fusion today. Obviously, we should know why. Um, but, you know, security and performance, is it really worth the cost? So good article there. Um, the next one is CBORM version 2.2 is out, as I mentioned, and that's available on the autosolutions.com blog there. So you can find out more about that, or you can go watch the webinar this Friday. We also had a blog post from the Adobe, and this is the one I was talking about. So the ColdFusion 2018 performance monitoring toolset workshop at CF Summit 2019. And they say the most awaited workshop is here. We're organizing a workshop for ColdFusion performance monitoring at this year at CF Summit. And if you read the blog post, it's available on coldfusion.adobe.com. And it talks all about their workshop and what's going to be included. So if you guys are thinking about maybe going to CF Summit for one of those workshops, check that article out and see what you think. Um, also, James Moberg had a tweet about an auto hotkey macro to perform a column of data in your clipboard, copy from Excel, convert it to a list for a SQL in statement. So it's a huge time saver, he says. There's a link here to his blog post on Tumblr. Um, so if you look for the show notes, you'll see that one there. But it's got a pretty cool little macro. So nice. Thanks for sharing, James. And then uh, Charlie Earhart um, had a, a blog post about configuring Fusion Reactor to show a real IP address when behind a low balance or other proxy. Funny thing was, I was talking to a client the other day and we had some data truncation on a, on a table and that's because we were storing the IP address, but those people behind a proxy, usually you IP addresses and you have comma separated and depending on the setup, you can get a lot of, uh, a lot of IP addresses in that. And so, uh, Charlie shows you how to do that in Fusion Reactor to actually show the, the real IP and it's pretty easily fixed and he shows you exactly how to do that there. So that's available on careheart.org, which is C for Charlie and then Earhart is last name.org. And again, the link will be in the show notes. We also have a couple of job opportunities. So I mentioned there's quite a few showing up in India, um, but this one was actually on Twitter as well. So in Bengaluru, uh, Kanaka, sorry, my pronunciation is terrible, um, but Accenture Technology is looking for a full-time developer there. Accenture seems to be hiring a lot of people in India. So if you guys are looking for work, um, check that out. But on CFML, uh, getcfmljobs.com, they have that there. And so they're looking at a, a full-time position there. There's also um, Segu, S-E-G-U-E, Segu Technologies is looking for a senior Cold Fusion developer, uh, 1099 in Washington, D.C. They're looking for experience with advanced Cold Fusion concepts, including Cold Fusion components, CF script language, server instancing, ORM mapping, and SOAP services. And again, that's available with, at CFML Jobs on Twitter or get cfmljobs.com website a lot of great content there guys if you 
see anything that I missed and you want to spotlight it, please let us know. You can get me at gpicking on Twitter, or you can just tag um, CFML, and that's how I, I chase things down. So, hash, hash CFML. Okay, so now we're up to Forgebox, the module of the week. So this week, uh, I thought we'd do something new. So the last few weeks, we've been looking at older packages that have been around, but this one's actually a pretty new one. So this week, I'm going to talk about the Gitbook exporter. So Brad talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Gitbooks is what we use for all of our documentation. And if you go to audisbooks.com, you can see all of our Gitbooks listed there. We've got a lot of them. Um, some of them I didn't even know we had Gitbooks for, but that's what we use for all our documentation. We really like it. But in a previous version, they used to have features for exporting to Mobi and all sorts of different formats. And then you could also print them. So you could create a PDF version and print them and get them delivered if you wanted a, a you know, hard copy. And that disappeared just recently when they did a big update. And at this point, we don't know if it's coming back. So my friend Scott Steinbeck and Brad Wood got busy one weekend, got inspired, as Luis would say, and started working on a Gitbook exporter to be run from command blocks. So they did some pretty cool stuff. They're looking at a lot of uh, interesting pieces, and basically uh, they built this little open source tool, and it's available on Forgebox. It's a CFML tool, and it does run a little bit of um, um, Jython, so Python running on Jython, which you can do from command box, which is pretty cool since we live on the JVM. Um, it's a pretty cool little module. So um, you can basically get a Gitbook, you can export, you can do an export from there, run this command, and it generates this beautiful PDF documentation um, from your Gitbook. So it's something you should probably check out if you have a Gitbook. If not, it's a good option. So again, uh, that is Gitbook-exporter. You can go look for that on Forgebox. And right now it has, you know, a couple hundred views, a few few installs and a few versions, but they're working hard on that. And we're actually using it for orders to, you know, use it for our Gitbooks to be able to export and maybe get a few print copies available for all these conferences that we have coming up. So that's the Forgebox module of the week. And then the VS Code hints, tips, and tricks of the week. So this one actually came from a client of mine. Uh, they they like watching the podcast or listening to the podcast, and they wanted to you know submit something here. So they recommended import cost. So this import cost function is pretty cool. The extension will display inline in the editor the size of the imported package. So if you guys are using you know Webpack or or any of those other tools, uh, it actually uses that to go and get the imported size. And so right inside your file, you can see how big the the file is, how big the library is, and it really helps you you know keep down your your package sizes. So uh, it works with quite a few different things. So you know it works on something like import fudge from utils or import star as utils from utils. Um, you know, it can work with, uh, TypeScript and JavaScript. So it's a pretty cool little tool. And it's just one of those little things. Like it's not a big deal. You know, it's kind of nice to have, but it just sort of shows up in the, in the, in the, when you're working away. And it's just kind of those nice little things. So I really like that about VS Code. How even little things like that, which you're like, oh, it would be nice to know that. Well, you can do that stuff. And, uh, and again, you can write your own little, um, extensions as well. So. Now, that being said, has anybody written an extension for VS Code that you guys would like to share? You know, I'd like to spotlight someone from the community if you've written one. So, again, gpicking on Twitter or, you know, at uh, Order Solutions and let us know if you've written one. Uh, let us know and we'll check it out and then maybe we can announce it on the show next week.
Now, now we come to that part of the show where we thank our Patreon supporters. Again, Patreon does support our open source products. So if you guys are, you know, supporting us, um, we thank you. It's a, it's a big help to us. It really does help. You know, obviously Audis is a professionally supported company. We do a lot of professional services and everything, but those Patreon supporters really help us, you know, get across the line and just help push us with those open source projects to make sure that they're always there and always working. So I really appreciate your, your support there. And we do have a lot of people in that list. So Andrew Davis, Gary Knight, Jan Yannick, Joseph Lamary, Laxma Tedarati, Richard Herbert, John Farrar, Calvin Stedden, Don Bellamy, Samuel Knowlton, David Ballinger, Yogesh Mathur, Stephen Klotz, Dan Card, Jeremy Adams, Brian White, Didier Nikki, Scott Steinbeck, Jordan Clark, Matthew Clemente, and Dali. So thank you guys for supporting us. And if you guys are thinking about supporting us, please look at our, um, our sponsorship page under About Us because we have a lot of packages that you can actually look and support so there isn't just a general package but there are different packages with different support so if you really want your company's willing to support us we thank you and depending on the amount you actually pledge in your patreon uh, there are different options and one of them if you really want to throw a bunch of money at us you know you get guaranteed monthly time with luis he'll sit down he'll do code reviews or strategy planning architecture planning whatever you need so obviously um there's different steps and right now we're supporting everybody or thanking everybody on this podcast but um there's other benefits you can get to by by signing up and being a patreon supporter so we do thank you guys for that um just so you know uh just saw in the chat here that scott steinbeck uh, is in the chat thank you scott for watching and listening and thanks for that module on forgebox but he also wanted to to say that moby and epub is coming in that get book supporter too so not only pdf support it'll also support those others so pretty cool pretty cool um and scott also said uh he wants to take the cf format um function and then add a vs code formatter like prettier so i think someone was working on that i'm not sure if it's finished so if you have done that please let us know so we don't redo the work but if not see a format it's a great little tool that allows you to format all your code just like prettier does for javascript so we don't have to have these arguments about where the spaces should go or is your code in line uh, really be good um yeah, Scott said he'll sign the ticket to Brad, so Brad can do that for us. But uh, I know we've been working on that for a customer. I'm not sure if it's in VS Code or just in part of our build process. But anyway, um, be great to great to see that done. You know, it was really good to see the community coming together and working together. And um, uh, thank you guys for watching and listening to me rant all by myself. A little lonely here, all alone in the studio, no one around me. But um. But hopefully you guys enjoyed the news. Thanks for all the community support. All these blog posts and, and tweets are great. And again, thanks everyone for listening. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Bluetree Audio.